It's a Friday. How we're looking. Today's a weird one. We got old boy Uncle Mitch, Matt Mitchell, Action Network. Good talk some betting. Mark Schofield, SB Nation, going to talk some NFL in the playoffs this weekend. Mike Clemens is going to be here, rounding out the uh, last hour of the program. And we've got QB songs and blue schlongs. That's a Friday. <laughs> Welcome to the program, the Bill Michael Show on the air. And if you want to get a hold of us, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Uh, you can find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S. Uh, you can find us there, at Ben Z. Kenny. Ben Kenny producing the program. Ben, how you doing today? I'm doing well, Bill. I am nervous. Yeah? I, I'm excited. It's Friday. I, I'm nervous for this weekend. Why are you nervous? Because the Eagles play Giants, and there's I know, a level of confidence that should be brimming from you. That's not how I usually approach these things. I I talk myself <laughs> into disaster, and disaster okay. usually strikes, and then I'm prepared for it. Gotcha. Okay, I can understand it. I can understand it because there 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 is an, an well, you know what. I think out of all the games this weekend, I think that's probably the safest. That makes me feel so much, so much worse. Well, why? I've been I've been on the positive side of my bets this year. I know, just mojo. I'm making I'm making money. I'm making money, baby. <laughs> out of all uh, that and the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, you get you get this sense that, that could there be this magic that leaks in that you go, oh my god, you know, like we always look at, you know, Cinderella in the NCAA tournament that actually makes it to the finals and end, ends up getting beat. That's kind of how I feel about Jacksonville. You know, like oh my god, you know, they just don't know any better. You know that, and that's the approach of Doug Peterson of like we're not supposed to be here. We were a terrible team last year. We're not even supposed to be here. So just we're playing with house money, man. Just go, you know. So that when you get a team like that that just lets it all hang out and and can do whatever, um, that's kind of a dangerous team. The Giants, however, coming off of that win uh, in Minnesota, you kind of feel like even though they won, right? Even though they won, they beat the Vikings, a team that. The Packers beat the hell out of. And you kind of like, yeah, we didn't think that the Vikings were that good of a football team to begin with. So why are we, you know, overly pre- – now, don't get me wrong. It was, a, it was a good game, and Daniel Jones basically threw that franchise on his back and said, I'll run you to a win. But when they needed to move the ball, they couldn't move the ball towards the end of the game as efficiently as they wanted to. Now they're about to face a much better defense – and a, a much, much better team, and a quarterback that can do it with his legs, a quarterback that can do it with his arm, a run game, a better offensive line. They're about to face a much better team. So I th- that's probably my lock. If I had to give you a lock, that's my lock. Uh, now, on the other hand, I, I got all my friends from down in the Queen City uh, biting their nails heavily over the Bengals heading into Buffalo. And I, I, you know, because my buddy was listening yesterday, he said, I can't believe you picked Buffalo. I said, there's no, you tell me if you're going to bet your house. Oh, I, I know. Uh, I'm not a betting man. Well, then, then stop it. You know, because we're talking about betting odds at that point and making picks. They just, they're freaking out down there because they just feel like, you know, the season's coming to an end. All the offensive line woes are going to cost them. 
and you, you saw what happened at the end of that game uh, against. It took a defensive stand out of a defense that was getting shredded and a mistake by a quarterback to throw the ball over the goal line or attempt to to get it punched out of his hands to get it run back by a, a D end. I mean, that that's how they won the game. So it wasn't even their offense. They don't have that capability, I don't think. If they have a full complement of offensive line, yes, they do. But now, no, I don't think they do. I think the Bills are going to get them. And then that Cowboys game, I, I still think that 49ers defense is going to punch Dak in the face. The only question mark in that game is probably going to be whether or not Brock Purdy and the, the bloom comes off, so to speak. Uh, of Brock Purdy at some point, Mr. Irrelevant shows up. But other than that, we got it's a hell of a weekend. It's a good weekend. I'm I'm sitting here today. I woke up today. First of all, I was I I, I was downstairs last night in, in the bar, and I did a thing for the motorcycle ride. And um, I, I'm smoking a cigar and I'm having a beer and I'm watching uh, TV and I'm just flipping through. I'm watching anything from shows to sports, whatever was on. And uh, I, I went, holy crap, today's only Thursday. <laughs> I forgot. It just felt like a Friday yesterday. So today even feels kind of like late Saturday, like we should get off the air and go watch football. And it can't get here soon enough. So uh, I'm excited for the weekend. Uh, 877-867-1670. By the way, where are you uh, watching the beloved Eagles tomorrow? I don't know yet. There's a there's a beer festival, a, a beer and cheese festival here in Madison that I'll be going to all day as somewhat of a mm-hmm. pregame. And then I don't know. I haven't decided. It depends how my emotions are. Okay. Like, I I don't think I should go to a very crowded public area Mm -hmm. and expect to keep a level head, you know? Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm looking forward to it, though. So, in other words, I should wait by my phone, possibly, for that uh, drunken disorderly call and you need bail money. (laughs) Uh, no, I will be, I, I walk everywhere. I'll be walking. So I guess you could get drunk and disorderly. There will be no, uh, yeah, I won't be towing any lines, but who knows if the game really okay. gets bad in the second half, then we could yeah. be in one of those situations. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. I can see that. I can see Ebo being at the gym, petting a cat and not coming to get you. No chance. Uh, Rowdy, <laughs> Rowdy can see you're calling. He's just ignoring the phone. Evo would answer it and go, really? Uh, you know, uh, Fluffy here. Fluffy's doing squats. I can't make it. Call Rowdy. And Rowdy, he's sitting at home and he's just looking at his phone going, there's no way I'm answering that. And me, I'm like, yo, what up? How much you need? <laughs> can I have your credit card number? <laughs> so, <laughs> I can see it happening. We'd get you out of jail. Nothing wrong with that. So that's, uh, that's how we start off today. And then we've got quarterback songs and blue schlongs. I know. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's a little weird. It's a little weird to start the day off that way, but that's the truth. We got that coming up today as well. What a day. Yep. I would like to publicly uh, state here on the record that I am categorically against quarterback songs uh, before we hear them. I am against well we're not gonna play him here but we're, we're gonna get to him here in a little bit right but i am against um i'm not against them uh how do i put this i'm not against them what i'm against is if they're bad acting like there's some kind of an anthem you know if a lot of things are organic you know the happy schnapps combo and the bears still suck that's organic right 
Um, Todd Rundgren, bang the bang the drum. That became organic, and that became a thing. Cheeseheads became a thing organically, you know. Uh, but when you write a song, you are really stepping out on the ledge because you are pinpointing it at something, saying this is it. And a lot of the times, it's so hokey and so contrived that that's not it. It instantly becomes awful and becomes, um, you know, razors to your ears. So it, it, you know, that, that, that's not, that's not a thing, but I, I do have, I will say this between the Joey, or, um, the Trevor Lawrence song, almost a Joey Lawrence between the Trevor Lawrence song and the Joey jackpot song. I do have an affinity to the Joey jackpot song and I, I will explain when we play it. So I'll, and I'll, I'll explain that when we, uh, when we throw it out there. So. There you go. Um, by the way, do you have any interest in the Australian Open at all? Is that tennis? Um, yes. No, I don't. Yeah, I have none. Uh, I, I was out yesterday afternoon. I stopped into Woodman's. I was picking up a few things. And um, a, a woman and her husband, who pointed at me and recognized me, she said, hey, you're not doing much on the Australian Open. And I said, what is your name? And her name was Mary. And her husband's name was Joseph. Not Joe, Joseph. Mary and Joseph, which I thought was weird to begin with because I'm looking around to see if baby Jesus is somewhere nearby. And I'm thinking it's after Christmas, so we're good. I Probably a bad joke for many. Anyway, uh, I, I looked at her and I said, you know, very nice to meet you. What do you guys do? And they both are retired. They both live in Waukesha. You know, they were out, they were, their grandkids are coming over this weekend. So they're picking up some snacks and things they're going to do with them. And Joseph is looking forward to watching football. And she said, you don't do anything regarding the Australian Open, do you? And I don't I care. Looked at her, right. And I said, no. I mean, there wasn't like a discussion. There wasn't like a, well, here's the reason why. There was just like, no. In the grand scheme of things. In the grand scheme of things, uh, first and foremost, this is a football state. It goes Packers, Brewers, and then you really have to fight hard between the Badgers and the Bucks at times. Uh, the Bucks, obviously, more of a high right now because they're not far removed from a championship. Giannis is a uh, international superstar, uh, although this team looks awful right now, and I know people hate me for that, but they do. Defensively, I don't know how many 20-plus 20, 20 point leads they have to blow before people go, oh, there's a concern here. Everybody acts like they're going to flip a switch and turn it on, and it's going to be okay. Uh, but Badger football, because we are a football state, is is huge. And then you get into Badger basketball, Marquette basketball, UWM basketball, D3. We get into D3 football. So there's all of that to cover there's not a lot, and I hate to say this because there's a lot of terrific tennis players in the area. There's not a lot of room for the Australian Open tennis discussion. We don't even talk about Wimbledon, strawberries and cream, none of that. We don't get into any of that. We don't really do too much when it comes to the Kentucky Derby or the Triple Crown. We don't get into a whole lot of that. We talk golf because that is more prevalent. And because I'm an idiot. And because Ben is a golf fanatic. Um, but there are more people in the state of Wisconsin to play golf. Uh, and pay attention to golf and watch golf and such uh, than anywhere, uh, in, you know, than, than tennis players. So we go with that. 
So we do, there, there is a hierarchy. You're following me on this. If you had to go through, if like you're looking at the mob family, you know, at the top of the top of the class is the Packers, and then it starts to trickle down through the family, through the family tree. That's the way things kind of go. And somewhere, somewhere, the lone three-headed cousin of some kind of off sport right there with pickleball is tennis. And so while we, we'll mention it, if the story becomes big, if something happens, if there is something magnanimous that, that goes on where you have a retirement, you have a, a out-of-nowhere champion, you have something stupendous that happens, uh, otherwise it really does just become somewhat white noise. So there you go. I'm not being rude, just giving you the hierarchy explanation of what it is we do for a living. There you go. Is that a pretty good explanation, Ben, or am I off the off the rails on that one? No, good, good. Okay, just checking. Just checking. Oh, by the way, skull. <laughs> I can't even do it with a straight face. Ed Donatel out. That defense they tried to bolster this year, and the defense sucked. So Ed Donatel out. Out is the uh, defensive coordinator. Uh, not a lot of head coaches fired, though. Do you notice that, Ben? I mean, obviously, he had a couple of jobs already that were that were already searching for head coaches, but not as many head coaches as there are coordinators that are looking to be picked up. Just an FYI. Yeah, guys like Staley. I, I think it's those fringe guys that maybe a mm-hmm. lot of the fans wanted out, though the yep. organization had more faith in him being kind of the poster child for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, Vikings, I, uh, I, I Vikings DC ahead. Jim Leonard though question mark. Oh boy, that would make a lot of. And, and if they became a really good defense, almost overnight, people would go nuts. It'd be terrible. They would go nuts. Yeah. Uh, and I've got one other burr under my saddle that I have to ask outwardly, and I'm going to let you ponder this uh, momentarily. So uh, here's, here's two things I want to ask you. I go back years. And, uh, and, and when Hulu first came out, Sirius XM Radio first came out, Hulu, I don't know how much it was, like $20-something or $15 or something like that. And Sirius XM Radio was like 25 bucks. It was relatively minimal. It wasn't a lot. Today, today, both of those entities... Uh, hit my credit card because I have both of them. Uh, I like Hulu because when I travel, I can still watch everything live through my through my app. Same thing with my cable. So I kind of combine the both, and I, I get everything wherever I travel to. And I can get it all on my phone. That's the best part. Um, so today, uh, I, 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 was, I was in bed last night. I was watching Hulu, and I'm a Dateline freak. So when I want to go to sleep and I want to lay down and relax, I start to watch these new Datelines and old Datelines and stuff. Hulu used to be commercial-free, and then they snuck in like 30 seconds, and it was kind of annoying, but I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, because you're paying the premium for commercial-free. That's the what it was supposed to be, and then they started paying the athletes. Remember, Hulu got live sports. Remember that? And everybody's on boats made of money and money, 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 and I thought, here we go. So Hulu went up to 40, and then they went to 50. Hulu is now up to almost $70 a month. 
Anybody else getting pissed? And now, last night during uh, my Dateline, they're running four minutes of commercial like every 10 minutes. Of, com- I mean, it's like a regular show with tons of commercials now. It's pissed me off. So now I'm going I'm to get rid of Hulu. Uh, but Sirius XM, I, I got a withdrawal today. And anything that goes over $75, when it hits my credit card, it just tells me, just because I always watch my credit cards. Today... My Sirius XM radio is $98 a month for the first. They raised the price by 20 bucks going into 2023. And I use it a lot because I travel a lot. But anybody else notice all of this? Like this stuff, it's not like going up like a dollar or two. It's skyrocketing. And I thought between two entities that I use but I don't necessarily need, I'm paying over 150 bucks a month. I, I just, I, I was like stunned. Ben, do you use all that stuff? No, nor do I have the money to. So my decision is made quite easy. Okay. I, I just, I'm like, I, okay, now I got to get rid of this stuff. I the, I started going through, because I got rid of Netflix when Netflix went up. I'm like, nope, you're done. You're done. Oh, wait a minute. No, 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 wait a minute. No, no, my, my ass. You were supposed to be commercial free. You're supposed to provide all of this. And now you're supposed to do it for this particular price. And now you're going to raise me by 20 bucks. Here is, I'm going to send, I'm going to send you a picture of my ass. You can kiss it and I'm out the door. So that's what I did. Uh, but now I am done. So, uh, Hulu's goodbye. Sirius XM is goodbye. Yeah. It's like, holy mackerel. Damn. Uh, 877-867-1670. This particular uh, rant is brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the uh, the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Next Friday, next Friday at this time, we will be sitting inside the Stillery in Grafton. If you are in the area, uh, the doors open up at 11, by the way. Next week, uh, we'll be on the air, but uh, the doors will not be open yet. They'll still be preparing, getting ready. But the doors open at 11. 11 to 2, we're going to be there, live and in person. Stop by, and right there on site that day in person, you can win yourself a 55-inch big screen TV. Compliments of our friends at Bud Light, who are giving away all kinds of tchotchkes, T-shirts, koozies, all that kind of stuff. We got all that stuff coming up. So come out and grab some lunch. Do a little bit of a uh, NFC and AFC championship preview with us next weekend uh we may have a guest or two in person we'll have to wait and see and then obviously uh we're uh, going to talk about uh, the upcoming football weekend so looking forward to it. plus they have really great food good whiskeys all that kind of stuff so come on out it is going to be the distillery in grafton next friday a week from today we're going to be there stop by say hi we got more after this this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network Good to have you. Hey, our friends at Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill on Pewaukee Lake remind you they've got music, they've got uh, bingo, they've got karaoke, and they got great food. So if you're out and about this weekend, you're just looking for a place to go in, hunker down, settle down, have a beverage, have something good to eat, maybe watch the games, that's our friends at Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill. And they are the home of the Pig Porker. And I saw that they were doing a, a ticket giveaway the other night. They have all kinds of specials. They always have specials. They were doing a ticket giveaway the other night for Bucks tickets and uh, Admiral's tickets as well. So great stuff from our friends at Curly's Waterfront Pub and Grill right there on Pewaukee Lake, right by Smokey's Bait Shop. Sit up top, sit by the window, watch all the, well, right now you don't have shanties or any, you know, fishing shanties or anything like that on the on the lake. But you will eventually. 
at some point, you got to figure it's going to get cold again. So there you have it. 877-867-1670-877-1670. If you want to give us a shout, give us a a call. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Wayne says, by the way, uh, Hulu, we're paying $14.99. Okay, I got to look into that. I, I gotta, I gotta get, look into that. It's like holy mackerel. Um, let's see here. Uh, I got, I got all kinds of people giving me, give me financial advice for all these different entities. Now this is awesome, and I'm gonna use every damn one of them to be honest with you. Anything I can get because it's ridiculous. Uh, it's like a, it's like your phone company. They offer all the great specials. Then you walk in and go, hey, um, you know, I'm way up there in my bill. You, can you do something? So I finally I ended up leaving and because I had been with Verizon for God almost twenty years, and I left. They called me up the next day and said, "What do we got to do to get you back?" And I said, "I told you," and you you had a shot at it. And oh my God! Then they gave me like a ridiculously low bill, and I'm like, "Okay, then switch it back, but don't ever do it again." Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, talk to you later. Uh, Ben, so wh- where do we want to go with this? Because we've got a hell of a weekend coming up. We got football. We've got uh, all kinds of craziness when it comes to uh, quarterback songs. Uh, I do believe, by the way, that when it comes to the coaching carousel, was there a coach, by the way, let me ask you this. Is there a coach that you thought should have been fired and wasn't? It's a good question. I'm not a Brandon Staley fan. I think oftentimes in the biggest moments he is outcoached. And it's kind of inexplicable to lose a game when you were up 27 to nothing. I would have loved to see Herbert actually get a real offensive coach there. So he'd be Mm -hmm. the one. But I say that without going through all the situations. That's off the top of mind. Yeah, I uh, obviously Indianapolis looking for a coach. Houston, uh, Arizona Cardinals, uh, Denver Broncos. You know, you knew those teams would be. But, yeah, there's... There's there's this whole level of coaching right now, and I'm kind of like wondering who who goes into next season on the hot seat. And when we talk about that, think about this for a minute. Do you think going into next season, if they have another season like this, that Matt Lafleur would be fired? Think about that. Do you think Matt Lafleur would be fired, Ben, if they have another? you know, eight and nine season and miss the, miss the postseason? Depending on the context of it, I would say no. If Joe Barry's his defensive coordinator and they lose because of the defense, then maybe you would just clean uh, house entirely. Yep. But yep. a question I would pose to that is, can we truly learn about Matt LaFleur, the coach, when Aaron Rodgers is still the quarterback? And that's not saying they can't succeed, but long-term, when we talk about his offense and what the right. team could look like under him, are we really able to learn how good of a coach he is with Aaron Rodgers still there? Um, yeah. Well, he and, and Pac fan brings up a good question. He says, uh, say this, say Rodgers comes back and Jordan Love, Packers get an offer, you know, for whatever. And they, they, they say, oh, man, we can't pass this up. And Jordan Love is traded. Picking at 15, if, say, the Packers would take a quarterback, would people go nuts? And and my answer to that is probably, but I'd have to see what's available around him. 
You know, are you passing on this top-notch wideout? Are you passing on a, a top-end pass rusher? Um, yeah, I, boy. Because then you would be without a quarterback, backup. You have then all your eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket. And then let's just say he would decide, you know what, I'm done after this year. Now you're left standing there with your hand out, nothing in it, and yeah, boy. I think you would have to know if Rodgers has another year after this in him. If you believe, because I would assume that the conversation, as Andrew Brandt was with us yesterday, I would assume that the conversation would be, as the agent continues to call, saying, what's going on, man? Come on. And as he said, no first-round pick. It's unprecedented for a first-round pick to sit for four years. So he's got to be like saying, hey, play us or trade us, man. Play us or trade us. But if you know the keys to the kingdom for one of the most storied franchises is coming, would you wait an extra year? I mean, you're getting paid to basically do nothing. And you're learning behind, you know, what is seemingly one of the best. But you, you know, can, players want to play. I, I got to, I got to think that he's probably looking around the rest of the league, going, "God, look at what this the, the money is for these guys." And if if I'd have been playing, I'd already be at, you know, now if he's got his own confidence, not to say he would be able at, at that level, but he's got to be saying, "Look at what Joe Burrow's about to get paid. Look at what you know Lamar Jackson's going to get paid. Look at what." The, the the ceiling has been risen so high, has been raised so high because of the Deshaun Watson. Look at the money I could be making. And instead I'm sitting here behind this guy who doesn't know if he does or doesn't want to come back. And I I should be I should be playing football. I mean, man, if if I'm if I'm him, I'm probably saying, Yeah, I, I need to go show my wares. But then is the best thing for your career and the next contract to go to a new system, go to a new team, go to guys that are unfamiliar, and then to be the man. Because if you don't have success, you've literally just shot yourself in the foot. It is a terrible place to be right now, I would assume. That's a great question. It's a great question. 877-867-1670. Hit us up again, 877-867-1670. Here's the other one, and this was from Shepard, who says, what happens if they get rid of Jordan Love and he becomes incredibly successful in whatever system he goes to? How are Packers fans going to feel then? Um, That's a great question. Let, let me deal with that when we come back, because I, I I got my my sense on that. Uh, 877-867-1670, hit us up. Uh, this morning, uh, it did make a stop to Quick Trip. Had to go. Out and get, Kristen's been sick, so she was here in, uh, last. Well, she's here now, but she was here and a little under the weather. And you know the price of eggs and all that kind of crap was going up. But I still went up, grabbed some eggs at Quick Trip, grabbed some orange juice at Quick Trip. They've got everything. They got everything. There was even Nyquil there, so picked up some of that too. So just go back to bed, go get some sleep, whatever. You know, I don't know if we'll be uh, doing much tonight or this weekend. But that being said, Quick Trip's got it all. And it was it was just awesome. You know, you run in, you use your quick rewards card, pick up a couple of things, eggs, milk, orange juice, 
out the door. There you go. Good stuff from our friends at Quick Trip. I always love them. Always love using them. And they're right up. They're convenient for damn near everybody in the state of Wisconsin, which is the best part about it. And they're locally owned. That is our friends at Quick Trip. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. announcement uh, that Foo Fighters are coming as a part of the Harley-Davidson 120th. And uh, that uh, was all over social media yesterday. I was watching that, and uh, it, uh, they're excited. I was talking to my buddy Craig Winger, who is the uh, general manager out at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Him and I were talking yesterday. Uh, and uh, he's excited. I mean, they're a big sponsor of ours going out to Super Bowl and such. As uh, A lot of our on-site broadcasts, a lot of our par- you know partners for a lot of these sponsors are but uh, we were talking about the new motorcycles, and they've got the anniversary CBO that's coming out. But uh, they've got some of these new bikes that are starting to hit the showroom floors. So all over. But uh, they have got a huge selection uh, of both new and used. Uh, a lot of motor clothes. Anniversary stuff is starting to arrive. you got to check out Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Get it first. Get it foremost. And get it before it's gone. So head out to Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Go to WISHD.com. The website's one thing, but it doesn't do it justice. It really doesn't. you got to stop in. Whether it's going in for motor clothes, parts and accessories, going into the clearance room, shoes, leathers, hats, tchotchkes, whatever it happens to be, a huge showroom. Check out Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Go to WISHD.com, but they're right on Highway 67 in Oconomowoc, just south of 94. You can't miss it, but it is by far one of the biggest and the best dealerships in the state of Wisconsin. Stop in. That's Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Right there on Highway 67 in Oconomowoc. 877-867-1670. So here's a thought, okay? When we were going back to what Pack fans said about if the Packers should trade away Jordan Love, and if they do, and do they take a quarterback, would Packers fans be pissed? Think about this, though, what the narrative would be here. I'm going to take it a step further, Pack fan. And, Ben, you tell me, let's give you this scenario. And I know it's weird, but we're just kind of doing the what-if thing. Let's say. Rodgers comes back, which I believe he is, and very quietly, you got Jordan Love, his representation saying, hey, let us go, man. We don't know what the future is going to be. We don't want to sit here four or five years behind this guy. Uh, let, let us go. You know, start, let us start working trades. And the Packers are like, oh, okay, we will reluctantly will do that. So the Packers get, you know, a, a number one or a number two, whatever it is for Jordan Love. And he leaves, Right. Say he goes to the Jets. Say he goes to the Jets. Or say he goes to the Raiders. He goes to the Raiders. And the Raiders are dysfunctional, but he gets there and he just runs the offense. And for whatever reason, Josh McDaniel gives it the Midas touch and suddenly, you know, things begin to really materialize. Or Sala, who probably knows him pretty well through Matt LaFleur, he brings him in and things begin to materialize. What would and Aaron Rodgers goes through another year, a bad Joe Barry year, another year of the offense being just dysfunctional the way it is because they're not going to do a whole lot of changes there other than maybe an addition or two. They're strapped with money, the whole thing. And it happens again. Eight and nine, just on the outside looking into the playoffs. What happens if Jordan Love takes the Jets or the Raiders or one of those teams to the postseason and has success? 
What happens then? What happens to the likability factor, the acceptance factor of Gudikins? What happens to the likability and acceptance factor of Rodgers? Think of that. Because the last thing people will remember is the guy that you kept waffling on back and forth and back and forth and back and forth went on to success while the franchise was hung with the albatross of the quarterback that everybody thought had a little more left in the tank. Think about that. Then you have to, I mean, because the Packers have to take into consideration the options and all that kind of stuff and the money that's going to come with that and everything. So uh, they have all of that hanging over their head with, with Jordan Love. But think of that for a minute. That's that's strictly giving you worst-case scenario. Now, on the other hand, what happens if Aaron Rodgers comes back and uh, and you know sticks it to everybody? Basically, uses all the uh, all the consternation this year and uses as, as again as a chip on his shoulder, and he comes back and plays extremely well and rides off into the sunset with the Lombardi Trophy hoisted high. Well, then everybody's a god, right? Old boy Uncle Mitch, Matt Mitchell, Action Network. He's going to be joining us coming up next, so stay tuned for that. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers' Aaron Rodgers made it known this week he expects to see five or six of his teammates and closest friends still on the roster if he decides to return to Green Bay. One of Jordan Love's closest friends is Packers linebacker Chris Barnes. Both were teammates at Liberty High School in Bakersfield, California. Chris had all the offers, things like that in high school. Um, and then, you know, I went to Utah State and I, I was doing my thing and started getting the looks. But, you know, he had, he had his looks as, as well. And then, you know, draft night he was at my house for the draft and doing his thing and trying to figure out what, what was going to be his situation and you know, he got the call that you know, the Packers wanted him to uh, you know come out to camp and things like that sign as a free agent and I was like, man, that's crazy. We both both go to the Packers, so uh, you know, it just worked out. In NFL news, the Vikings fired defensive coordinator Ed Donatel. The Dolphins parted ways with their defensive coordinator, Josh Boyer. In Dallas, Mike McCarthy was asked what it was like to be back in the playoffs and facing the 49ers on Sunday. Players always talk about the juice stuff at this time of year. Is, is your staff also kind of like that now? Uh, my dad's here again, asking questions already knows the answer to. I mean, yeah, of course we are. I mean, no, no, we Okay, I didn't shave today. I didn't sleep much, but yeah, we're excited. You know, we're, it's tremendous. Yeah, I mean, we got it's, it's Thursday. Yeah, no, we're we're definitely jacked up. That's Mike McCarthy. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Potawatomi Hotel Casino. They bring you this portion of the Bill Michaels Show. They uh, bingo is back. The steakhouse is open. The club is open. They are rocking. And everything's happening down again at uh, Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. It took a while to get everything back open after the pandemic, but they are wide open now. And I uh, want you to come down, stay and play packages available. Go to PaysBig.com. That's PaysBig.com. See everything that Pottawatomie Hotel and Casino have to offer. That's PaysBig.com. PaysBig.com. Our buddy Matt Mitchell of the Action Network joining us uh, on the hotline. Matt, how you doing, pal? I'm doing great, Bill. How are you? I'm good. Uh, first of all, let me ask you this. 
over the last week with uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars getting a win and some of these some of these lesser teams we thought oh boy this is like their moment to shine uh, are, are um, some of the uh, casinos are they smiling over all of this or are people going big on some of the underdogs I mean ultimately casinos want handle they want the maximum amount of of best place and seeing Cincinnati advance Buffalo advance a Giants-Eagles matchup, a Cowboys-San Francisco matchup. That's basically exactly what they wanted and ultimately in service to, ideally, absolute banger conference championship games next weekend, I think is the ultimate prize. So let's start off. We've got uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs favored by nine. And I think a lot of people are looking at the Cinderella story of Trevor Lawrence. Obviously, Doug Peterson is a guy that's got the hearts of many after getting fired in Philadelphia, not because of his fault, really, but because more of the upper management. And now uh, here we go again, a guy that's got his team in the postseason. Give me your thoughts on that nine-point spread. So, interestingly enough, uh, three of the five best playoff coaches against the spread in the last 20 years play this weekend – uh, Mike McCarthy and Kyle Shanahan, they play each other. And then Doug Peterson, 6-1 against the spread in his time as a coach in the postseason. He is entering this game, <laughs> sure, high as a kite off of, that, uh, off of that improbable victory against the Chargers. But the story of this game for me is the referee. So Sean Hockley is working uh, this game. He's the head referee. Unders hit at nearly 57% in all of his games. Uh, Sean Hockley, son of Ed Hockley, uh, the former uh, muscle-bound referee that uh, some of the older listeners will remember. Uh, he, Sean has developed a reputation as loving to be kind of the heel, loves to get the booze from the home crowd, calls a lot of untimely penalties. So I'm looking at the under 52 and a half in this one. The Chiefs are favored in their 14th straight playoff game, the longest streak of being a favorite in the Super Bowl era. So a lot of money coming in on Kansas City, but this number eight and a half, nine points—that's too many for me. I think you take you take Jacksonville, but I can't blame anybody if they want to just stay away or or, uh, or lay it with the Chiefs. I didn't know that uh, officials mean that much in the betting world. It depends. It depends if some show a clear bias, typically over or under, um, because they're just human, especially these younger referees, and they can be swayed by the kind of the booze and the and the hollering one way or the other. Some shield away from it. They kind of keep their whistle in their pocket. But others, like Sean, kind of embrace it. Uh, you've got the Eagles hosting the Giants. Uh, ben Kenny holding uh, his breath and praying to God that it isn't a miserable night. He's already set himself up for the mental aspect of gloom and doom. But give me your thoughts on the Eagles' seven-and-a-half-point favorites on the Giants. Well, I might as well, for his sake, I might as well add that Cleet Blakeman is the referee for this one. It's his 12th playoff game. In his previous 11, underdogs are 9-2 and two against the spread. So certainly a, a tick in the Giants' favor for this one. But ultimately, we talk about this the third, you know, third straight week we talked about it. Daniel Jones, king of the road. So uh, there's certainly a lot of momentum towards backing Daniel Jones and the Giants in this one. But uh, another game that, you know, these teams played each other twice already. The, the Eagles do... So many things on offense that the Giants cannot stop. The Giants linebackers are dreadful. I think the line staying at seven and a half at most books is very dubious and tells you what they think of the Giants' chances here. If the Giants can't hang with them on the scoreboard, this could get ugly in a hurry for them. 
I I know a, a few sharp betters are on the Giants, but a lot of our team likes the Eagles in a blowout here. I'm not terribly worried about the the Giants hanging with the Eagles here. I think Philly might run away with this one. Ben, do you feel better now? I do. I do. I'm glad someone aside from you said it. I, I there you go. I called that, so I'm I'm liking that. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you're okay because I when we started talking Eagles, I figured you in the studio were throwing a rope up over a, a beam somewhere at this point if things would have gone negative. I mean, you know. listen, I hate Cleet Blakeman, so let's get that out of the way. I don't feel good about that part of it. There we go. Okay. Now we get Matt to your Buffalo Bills. And uh I I just cannot get past the uh, the offensive line of the Cincinnati Bengals, that is so bad, and they couldn't move the ball when they needed to against Baltimore. Baltimore's defense is good, but they're not great. And they shut down Jamar Chase, uh, although Joe Burrow felt they had a really good game plan in place the last time these two teams got together. Unfortunately, Jamar Hamlin went down on the field, and we all know that situation. But now they come back. Now they get to dry, kind of run it back again and not reveal much of anything. But I just don't think they get it done on the road. I think they're off. Again, here we are talking about the Bengals in the postseason, but their offensive line sucks. I just don't think they can beat the Bills. Yeah, they lost another starting guard. They'll be down three starting offensive linemen for this one. It's a mash unit up front. And I've never seen the Bengals in a situation where Joe Burrow's about as smart as it gets for young quarterbacks. And they were in several situations where they just need to drop back and not take a negative play. Incompletion, completion, drop pass, whatever would have been fine. And they took a sack. That is uh, really speaks to how absolutely out to lunch this um, offensive line is for Cincinnati right now and why we saw this game open at Bills by six and a half, drop almost a three and a half, but then have settled back closer to that original line. So a lot of people took that, took that six and a half early. He got swallowed up, but then lots of sharp money coming back on Buffalo. And I might as well toss in the referee here, Carl Sheffers. He has <laughs> ref 11. He's ref 11 playoff games in his career. Under is 10 and one going under by almost two touchdowns a game, which is remarkable. So I, I, I don't think the Bengals can hang in this one. I, I'm, I'm a little biased. The number makes me a little nauseous, but I got a lot less nauseous when I saw that Bengals performance against Baltimore, if, uh, if the, if the bills don't drop a 50 yard pass and another touchdown is overturned on review, that could have been mm-hmm. 28, six at halftime. And we're having a different conversation. So yeah, I think the bills at home get this one done. I still think that the only way the Bengals could win was to have a defensive lineman punch the ball out as the D as the offense of yeah. Baltimore yeah. drove the field easily and was about to punch it in for the lead. And then all of a sudden uh, it turns the other way on that particular play. It just, uh, I just don't have faith in Cincinnati. Uh, then you've got a, a jovial Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys heading into a Levi stadium, taking on uh, Mr. Irrelevant and company and San Francisco four point favorites. Give me your thoughts there. I mean, this is, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills, Bill. I know Kyle Shanahan's a genius. I know he works his magic with these teams. San Francisco has played almost no decent quarterback during their entire season. They've played, I believe, two teams with a positive point differential, and one of them was Seattle, who's terrible. So mm-hmm. I don't know why I would be using my own money to back Brock Purdy as a, as a home favorite in a, in a division on a playoff game against a legitimate defense. So I think the total is too high. I took it under as soon as I saw it at 47 and a half. It's down a little bit. 
I think Purdy's in, a, in for a rude awakening. He made a number of mistakes that I saw against a Seattle defense that's absolutely dreadful last week and got bailed out by their incompetence. So, yeah, I, I think people are saying this is, this is like buying high on Dak Prescott and the Cowboys. I think it's the opposite. I think people are buying high on San Francisco and Brock Purdy. So I like Dallas uh, on the money line, plus 165. I like the under. I think the Brock Purdy train comes to a halt this weekend. You and Ben are kind of thinking the same way. There you go. Matt, appreciate it as always. You've got the betting podcast out on the Action Network as well, and people can follow that. Give that a shout real quick. Oh, yeah. Anyone who's looking for more info, listen to the Action Network podcast with four episodes out this week. Perfect. Good stuff, Matt. We'll talk again next week. Thanks, Bill. Good luck, everybody. See you, bud. There you go. That's brought to you by our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. PottawatomiePaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com. Again, PaysBig.com. Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. Great stuff. Stay tuned. One hour down. Three more to go on this fun Friday. And we haven't even gotten to schlongs and songs and junk of all kinds. Stay tuned. More after this. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.